Greetings and God bless you, my friends and neighbors, and welcome to The Wow Factor, the word of wisdom designed to inspire, empower, and enlighten you in just a few short minutes at a time. My name is D.L. Wallace, and I am elated to be the host of this day's call, where our motto is simple, your soul will be blessed in eight minutes or less. Our request is simple as well. Send this podcast to your co-workers, your neighbors, your loved ones, and friends so they can have some inspiration to make it through the course of their day. Let's jump right into our topic today, my friends, and that topic is simply the peacemakers. The peacemakers. Think for a moment how critical peace is to the success of any nation, any home, any business, or community. Most well-developed countries dispatch ambassadors around the world in an effort to spread goodwill and maintain peace. The U.S. deploys police officers across all the cities to make sure there's peace in our neighborhoods. Peace is a key element in making people feel safe, productive, and appreciated, and peace also has a relevance in this Christian world. Remember, my friends, when Jesus said, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Then in James 3 and 18, the Bible says, fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. Yes, my friends, we should be the peacemakers in every environment in which we enter. There is a five-step process for making sure peace abounds, and it's found in our PEACE acronym. Yes, my friends and neighbors, our PEACE acronym begins with that P that reminds us of the importance of patience. You see, most conflicts don't start overnight and they're not going to end overnight. It took longer than a day for strains to take place in the family. If you have a child that is not on the right track, that didn't happen yesterday or in the last five minutes. It's probably been something that's been going on for a while, which means it's going to require patience to bring that situation back under control. Remember, the Bible says in Hebrews 10 and 36 that we have need of patience, that after we've done the will of God, we might receive the promise. Then James tells us in James 1 and 3, the trying of our faith works patience. My friends, I challenge you to recognize it just because it does not happen immediately does not mean it's not going to happen. In fact, I oftentimes say that yes, when you pray, the manifestation may take a while, but the answer is immediate. You might not see it immediately, but the answer is immediate. You know, I have a remote control and every now and then when I press the button on the remote control, it takes a little time for the signal to make it to my television. But that's okay. I'll go ahead and make that press and I'll type in what I'm going to type and then the words begin to show up and the commands begin to appear moments after I've pushed the button. You see, when you pray, you're pushing the button and it may not appear immediately, but trust God, it will appear. See, after that patience, my friends, the next thing we need to do in that E is we have to execute. You see, execute is just a fancy way of saying, just do it. When countries engage in peaks in peace talk, They also have to do something to prove they really want peace. They may have to sign a peace treaty, disarm missiles, and by the same token, when we are really serious about bringing on a level of transformation in our lives and in the lives of those around us, we've got to do like James 1.22 and be doers of the word and not hearers only. Remember the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 15 and 58 that we should be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, not 
not just the words of the Lord, but the work of the Lord, because our labor is not in vain in him. Yes, my friends, that A reminds us of the importance of appreciation. Do you appreciate all that God has created, everything he's done, the doors he's opened, the ways he's made? You see, in Psalms 91, the Bible says, I will praise thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will show forth all your wondrous works. Then remember in Psalms 118 and 23, the Bible says, this is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. My friends, sometimes that we can take the time to appreciate. Forget about whether they're Democrat or Republican, whether they're black or whether they're white, whether they come from the great side of town or from the slum and horrible neighborhoods. God made us all and we should appreciate the beautiful creation that was made in God's image and in God's likeness. Do we disagree with some people sometimes? Yes, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't appreciate who they are and and, and revel in the beauty that God has made someone on the planet unique and special in their own way. Yes, my friends, we should appreciate that reminds us of the importance of constructive communication. Remember Psalms 19 and 14 says, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. This means no criticism. This means no complaining. This means no condemnation. This means that we're always looking on the bright side. This means, my friends, that we are operating and walking in the ways that God ordained. We should be constructively communicating. And there is no more constructive communication than in the word of God. Are you declaring that you're the righteousness of God? Are you declaring that he'll increase you more and more yourself and your family? Are you declaring that wealth and riches are in your house and that your righteousness endures forever? I challenge you to use constructive communication. Speak the word of God over every situation. Speak and declare God's power and his might. Yes, my friends, after constructive communication, then comes the expectation. Yes, the righteous can expect expect great things to happen. This is simply believing in the power of God within us to change things around us. In 1 Peter 5 and 10, the Bible says, but the God of all grace will make us perfect. He'll establish and strengthen and settle us. Then we discover in Ephesians 5 and 1, we should be followers of God, just like little children imitate their parents. My friends, we should expect doors open, expect ways made. Do you realize that Jesus, when he said, peace be still, he expected the storm to cease. When he said the fig tree should eat, should produce no more fruit, he expected it to be dried up from the roots. When he told Jairus, his daughter, Jairus, don't fear and only believe that your daughter is just fine, he expected her to be healed. He expected to raise Lazarus from the dead. Do you expect God to bless you today? Are you expecting great things to happen for you physically, financially, spiritually, mentally, and in every aspect of your life? My friends, I challenge you that you can become a peacemaker by implementing these same five steps. That's all the time of yours I'm going to take today. Until we talk again on tomorrow, God bless you. God bless your families and embrace the new and improving you.